Oh, hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back. We're back. <laughs> this is Plenty Opinions. I'm Zuri. And I'm Janae. And this is where we get together once a week just to talk about all the things, what it's like to be wife, mother, friend, daughter. Thought. Badiana. I'm obsessed with thought. Thought. Have you heard the song, Badiana? I heard it last night in the car and I was breaking it down. Plus, plus so you like it? Yes, I only <laughs> like the chorus, though. I don't like the actual... I don't, know, I don't know all the words. I never know words. Okay, songs, there's but. still time. Anyway, so Thadiana, um, <laughs> uh, this is episode three, and we're going to be talking about if spoilers are whack or not. So let's just get into it. This week, in truth from the undefeated internet, mine is everybody's not your assignment. That's why you're drained. So I have some words from the wise. I only fuck with people who are secure enough to be happy for me and hype me up. I don't want any friends who fall silent during my success. Cardi B. Did I do it? <laughs> were you also trying to do your Cardi B yeah. accent? <laughs> yes, I was. The accent felt this. I have to okay. work on it, guys. <laughs> All right. So for this week, the inspiration is one of my favorite shows right now, even though I'm probably too old to be watching it, but that's okay. Don't judge me. AJ nothing but a number. AJ nothing but a num- number. Grownish. Um, episode, like maybe a few weeks ago now, we watched as Zoe and Luca, who I stan. Um, He's just weird for me. I like them together. I really wanted to choose the other guy. What's his name? Jason was his name? Trevor? Trevor. You did? Yeah, I did. You wanted her to turn into like black power Zoe? What's wrong with that? Okay. We just got all black. She's shallow though. So she should be with someone shallow. (laughs) As a character. She, her mother's very, her parents are very educated. She really, anyway, that's not. This is not a show where we review shows. All right. We'll get into that another time. Anyway, Zoe got pissed in that episode that Luca, Luca didn't warn her at his art show that he had included a painting of his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. that was semi-nude. And she was tight about it. She got like, she saw it right in front of her friends for the first time. And she felt, she felt some type of way about it. So not content to let the past stay in the past. We watch her go through a very relatable uh, glimpse into his Instagram and down a rabbit hole of his pre-relationship, where he's been and where he's come from, background checking everything. Um, and that background check really could rival CIA. I mean, Anna gives gives her some advice on like how to go into it. And she's like, first you go into Instagram. And then when you see this, you go into right. LinkedIn. Like it got to as deep as LinkedIn. I feel like a lot of the listeners can relate. A lot can relate. I can relate. As long as myself included. And as part of doing that search, it opens up a million insecurities for her about her current relationship with Luca or where he's been in the past. Does he love his ex-girlfriend? Is that why they have the same tattoo? Or is it something else? Um, Does he love her more than he loves Zoe now? And, you know, that's an insecurity that I think that many people face in their relationships, especially in the beginning when you don't know who this other person is that you're dealing with. And what all the nitty-gritty details of their past is. So that led me to wonder for today's episode. Um, why is it that being interested in each other is not really enough to start a relationship in these days? Isn't part of getting to know each other and covering the story of where we've been and where, you know, what how that's affected who we are today? And why in this new reality where we have like this fingertip access to all this information about each other? Do we use that to feed this insatiable need we have to do like background checks on everyone? Why do we have to know everything right up front? And are we killing the magic of like l- getting to know someone and falling in love with them by like finding out everything at the jump? Up front. 
Okay. So interesting. We're gonna talk to some guests about it and Ooh, discuss it. I'm excited. And see, like, is background checks for safety or should we just like give it up? Um, our guests today are my cousin, my sister from another mister, the love of my life, <laughs> my maid of honor, Talisa. Hi. Say hi, Talisa. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing? Happy to be here. And we also have Janika, who's been Talisa's BFF best friend, her friend from when, for a really, 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 really long time. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? So, well, ladies, let's start with you guys telling us a little bit about yourself. Talisa, we have asked our guests the same questions all the time. So answer these for us. What do you do for a living? Where are you from? Are you single, married, or otherwise? And if married or in a relationship, for how long? I am a staff accountant for a brand consulting company. Fancy. Right. She got money. (laughs) Not enough. (laughs) I can always use more. My side gig is acting. And so I'm I'm occasionally booked. Oh, all right. Booked and busy. Yes. Occasionally booked and busy. Um, Wait, stop. That's when you hit the plug. You can find her at (laughs) talisapatterson.com. If you'd like to use her beautiful face. Look her up. Look her up. This is true. Um, and I, I'm from the Bronx, but I've lived in Westchester longer than the Bronx. I've some, lately, I've been feeling like a fraud repping the Bronx. Really? Have you converted? Mm. No, I haven't, but... This is something once, I struggle with. Once I ask you, you where you you're from, away. what do you say? I say the Bronx. Okay. I said, but I've But I've do you feel a little fraudulent? For a long time. I feel it when I say the Bronx and people start getting into it, like, where? And, like, did the, I start feeling a little like a fraud. Did you, just, I, 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 did you live I, more listen, of your life in Westchester or I actually live... Perfectly half of my life in both places. Yeah. And now that I live in the Bronx again, I feel better. So okay. You yeah. but, but you know what? I, I get like that. Deep memories in the Bronx. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I can still claim it because I was going everywhere. And, and we I, were there till we were teenagers, which yeah. is why I feel well, like that's our yeah. that's, that's our formative years. Of your group. But I'm back in the Bronx now, so I am not a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be that clear. Well, said, where do you live? The Bronx. Where are you from? That's the Bronx. Right? Okay, so I'll just say the by. Bronx and Westchester. Okay. That's fine. And you are now from Brooklyn. Yeah, well, I live in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Okay, right. I was trying to help you out, sis. I mean, I love Brooklyn, but I'm not repping it yet. Not fully. Right. Not so. in that way. So the net, net of this is that we're all New Yorkers. Okay. okay. <laughs> Basically, yes. Okay, um, anyway. Currently single. And what else is ready to mingle? Yeah, sure. You sound that didn't like sound it. convincing. <laughs> yeah, this is now converted into a self a relationship help podcast <laughs> where we're gonna unpack why you sounded so relaxed. Right, uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not like pressed to. I'm not like needing to. I don't feel like very strongly about looking or dating or any of that if it falls into your lap you're open yeah okay yeah. I all just, right i'm just doing me and i'm happy to be live your best that. life yeah <laughs> live your best life and our next guest yeah so my name is janika i'm from the bronx i am you said it proudly from the bronx she was like listen there's oh, no vagueness over here <laughs> right Let's be BX, there's, no, there's no gray area. Up, right? She did put her X up. <laughs> so. I'm here to witness. She put her X up when she I'm did it. I'm a high school dance teacher. I teach fine arts um, at an all-girls Catholic school in the Bronx. Nice. So, you know, so the Bronx is there. Living and working in the Bronx. Okay? Do not be confused. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, you should have done my sound bite. <laughs> we all need some practice. Right. Now. Right. Um... Yeah, so I am single. Ready to mingle? I kind of 
wish that I could skip the mingling part. I kind of just uh, want to jump to the mm-hmm. real deal. But um, we can talk. Well, about, let's we, unpack yeah, that later. Yeah. We'll unpack it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had questions. <laughs> Sorry, she scribbled them down. Background. <laughs> she just she just needs to be in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Um, and then lastly, each lady, what's your cheat code? Oh, cheat code. Um. Well, I think you should do the one that is the essence of your personality. I mean, right. but I came ready with what I. So get, come on, I mean, you can take the one you prepared is boring. So you should do the one I told you. To do. I'm just kidding. All right, so I'll be boring first, and I'll do the boring first. Sure. Okay. All right, my cheat code is don't sweat the small stuff, and sometimes the big stuff ain't even that big. Either. Either. Right. I like it. <laughs> Snacks for that cheat code. <laughs> So mine is don't take yourself seriously. And I just feel like that can mean just living in the moment, enjoying your life and doing what makes you happy. All right. Steps for that one too. So to happiness. All right, guys. So we watched Zuri. We watched, I mean, Zoe. No, I was like, where we watched me at? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? We watched you right now. (laughs) We watched Zoe. We felt her self-induced pain. As she was going through opening the floodgates of where Luca's been and his background and um, making more and more excuses for herself as she descend, went down that rabbit hole of all his social media posts and everything. And so, and then actually she led herself to asking like that body count question, like which, infamous body count question. infamous body count question and probably didn't like the answer she got. So knowing all that. She asked him what his, what his body count was. so knowing all that we really want to talk about like why do we feel compelled to do this background check and like do we feel like it's doing anything for us getting in a relationship or do we feel like we're ruining the magic of it all of like the undiscovery of learning about this person so who's gonna start what do you think z i think it's necessary i think in this day and age with social media the internet's that you, you, it, it just happens almost, I hate to say it this way, but happens naturally. You, you meet somebody. Do we have any friends in common? Who do they know that I know? Well, who's this person? Why is this person always liking their photos? Is this, and then you go to that person's page and then now you see them in that picture on that person's profile. So it's just kind of like inevitable. I don't think it ruins things per se, but I do also have the saying in the back of my head, like dig for dirt, you're going to get dirty. So right. you, you can't like dig mm-hmm. too deep. So maybe it requires some self-control. But I don't like, know. Back in the day, answer. our parents and people like that, they didn't do all this and they still were fine. Right. And like, maybe there was like more, I don't know, like I might be taking a leap by saying this, but maybe like there was more romance in that time of like having to court someone, having to actually learn about them, having to actually like I think through conversation and building through conversation, learn about the, who this person was. You didn't already know everything. I don't disagree, but I think I think our parents did do it, right? But they didn't do it on the phone. They would ask somebody in the neighborhood, like, do you know Johnny? Do you right. know Joe? Yeah, true. Oh, right. you seen him with Shirley? When? <laughs> At the fair? Oh, on the Ferris wheel? I actually prefer that. Yeah. I like, if, I like meeting people through friends or friends of friends. So I can say, what do you know about this person? Right. What do I need to know? Is there anything alarming? Like, I'd rather not do the Instagram, the social, the Facebook, like the Google search, any of that. I will if I need to, but right. I'd rather go through people that I know because I feel like 
they they they'll know the person. They'll actually like have a rapport with them. They'll know real life experience. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that comment in itself. There's like an undercurrent there, and why we might we should avoid doing all the Google search and stuff like that because you want to know on a personal level about right. this person versus yeah. like what you can just see and the assumptions you can take from the phone. And that's the same thing I'm talking about, like losing the magic a little bit. Like a personal, I think that they're not the same thing. Like those are not equal. Finding out about someone through a friendship or through a network connection versus like whatever is just there is different. All right. So let's talk about it this way. If you meet someone who you have no mutual friends, you don't do, you don't date, you don't have questions. Does anybody here, if you meet somebody, complete stranger, you bump into them on the train. Hey, sir. Nice to meet you. Shrug. Ooh, you cute. Nice teeth. <laughs> you give That's me a so number, funny. right? Right. We still all give out numbers. Is that what they do, right? I don't, I don't know numbers, what they Numbers do. or like yes, IGs numbers. or whatever. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> yeah, some people ask for IG. IG is, is like really the go-to weird. thing. I think it's so weird. I don't weird. like yeah. all right, so <laughs> I don't even know you and you want So he asked for your number and then like you wait for him to call. You guys start talking, but we're going on a date or two. That's it. You just you just keep doing the dating. Like you don't like Google search. Like what if he's a serial killer? Don't frown. No. Okay. Don't the two of y'all don't sit here in front. I I actually I'm, don't do that. <laughs> if I, I don't know someone at all, it's probably old fashioned. Don't do that. But um yeah, I'm anti the CIA background check and peeping all the social media, you know, outlets. What I do want to know is I'm gonna ask you for your social media, yeah. But I want to like see how you look. You know, I'm gonna just do a quick browse. Oh, to see like other photos of you and other stuff photos like that. Photos right. Photogenic, but if I'm meeting you in a certain dark, low-key environment, like sometimes you wanna see if his eyes cock eyes. Oh yeah. That's what I see. That's what it sounds like. Tell me, you know, where you can you from or what she's seeing. Yes, exactly. All right. Like aqua goggles or something like that. Okay. So in your very surface level <laughs> appearance check. Yeah. <laughs> Every second picture has another girl in it and she's tagged. No. The same girl. I'm not gonna I'm You're not, not clicking her tag? Since you don't want to know if it's you like it. No, but you're talking about I'm already there. If I'm already there, yeah. then yes, I'm gonna click okay, the tag. Okay, so that's but, a background check. But I don't <laughs> go. I'm not going initially off the bat, like, oh. I need to do a background check. Mm. Okay, I feel you. I, I don't yeah. think it, it, it doesn't make sense. Like like I, yeah. I don't think it, I think it's often, I would like to think, I want to think that we're not out here being creeps, but I think more often than not, it starts like you get, there's an impetus for you starting to search. Like, I don't think you're sitting there and you're like, so your name is Bob? Bob <laughs> Billabong, <laughs> <laughs> who lives in the Bronx, New York, and takes the five train. <laughs> like, right. let me find out about right. his whole life. Enter Google. Yeah, I think that it probably starts. If I could see myself doing it, I think it would start from, let me just go see if what I saw was what I really saw at the club. And then now I notice, like in the first nine photos, she's in four. Oh, she's tagged. Let me just click her thing real quick. Oh, he's on this page too. Okay. And then like, what's her name? Cool. That's her name. And like, I feel like then it can get like, you're down, now you're down the rabbit hole, right? Because you're like, How yeah, do they know that's her name. How do they know each other? Let's look at the comments. Are they friends? Are they not friends? Are they more than friends? Like what? Why he dropped like, that emoji in her comment? Why am I seeing fire flames and hard eyes? Right. Like, what is happening? <laughs> why is there an eggplant under here? I hope people are putting eggplants in comments, but that's yeah, what I mean. Can I tell you though, before Instagram, all of that was happening on Facebook. It is so crazy. But it's the same thing. I know, but like, it just takes me back. 
But so you were doing it. Mm. Hell, when, when, <laughs> I was, when I was in college. Right. Okay. Absolutely. So you use that experience. Absolutely. So do you feel like in the people that you used to research on Facebook, and yes. I just want you to know you've aged yourself now. I don't care. On this podcast. Okay. She's a grown woman. We're all grown women here. <laughs> do you feel like. You ever found out something that you probably maybe should have just waited until that person like unveiled it to you? And no, said. I absolutely don't regret looking and Beforehand. finding things because the type of person I am, like if I see something, I'm gonna ask you about it directly, and I expect the truth. Yo, so you'd be like, so I was on your Facebook and your LinkedIn. And I, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. It's public, it's public <laughs> information. Yeah. You know why? You need to know what you're dealing with. Hey, this is me. <laughs> I'm if I guess. feel like something's off, I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you how I found it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You need to know this. You yeah. want to get more involved with me? I'm going to be looking at your stuff. And this is why I did it. Now, if you have a response or a reason or whatever, an explanation, now. tell me now so I can understand and we can move on. Right. Yeah. But then if you lie and then that's a whole other thing. Right. But I remember like finding things on Facebook, asking the person directly about it, them lying, and then you know a month down, two de- two months down, drama unfolded because they were lies. You lied, so it's just like. Let me ask you this: But the then you might you set that the, person up. No, the information that yeah. you found. Do you think that <laughs> you, you would have found lie. it out if you weren't on Facebook or like you hadn't searched or you didn't see it come across your screen? I don't know. Right. That's why I feel like you set up this drama for yourself. No, no, because he or she lied about it. Actually, he probably lied because he wasn't comfortable enough to tell her the story. I think that I would have because let me tell you the crazier part of this story. A month into seeing this person, someone randomly IM'd me Mm. their Facebook like username and password so that I could go on his Facebook account and see messages and stuff. Yeah. So so I. Outside of me looking, that would have happened regardless. You you realize? I I mean, sure, but uh, who knows who that was? It was a random person. It could have been a guy. It could have been a girl. That's crazy that they had that person's Facebook. Like, let's talk about safety. Isn't that weird? But I think it happened. I think in the same situation, right? Right. You can look at it, devil's advocate, and be like, at the time that he that she asked about it, it was too new in that relationship for him to be comfortable to come up with come out with the truth. But but had it come out naturally, had it come out naturally once they had known each other and like had a little bit of a rapport with each other, he might not have made the same choice to lie. Let me tell you something. We don't know him and we don't know that situation, but I'm just it just lends me to think like I had been why can't we let things play out naturally? Introduced to the mother and closest friends very early on. So me asking you a clarification question when we're not officially in a relationship, you don't necessarily we're not exclusive, so so if you are seeing someone else, like just that's on you. Right. That's that's your business. Yeah, but men but like, have like piss poor decision making skills sometimes. Like they don't think like that logically, <laughs> like that. Yeah. That sorry, sorry to all my guys. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I love you. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold that against me. I love you. <laughs> but anyway, so sometimes they don't think like us, like logically. <laughs> so I don't know. I just feel like. There's something to be said for letting it play out much more naturally. And maybe that's because I come from a biased place where like I knew my husband 10 years before we even started dating. So I knew a lot about him naturally, like right. without any of that stuff. And I think it's only made our relationship stronger now. So I could be coming from a biased place, but I genuinely believe in like just leave leave background checks to like 
the CIA and the FBI and just like let it happen naturally. Like don't let social media media cloud cloud what you do or your choices. Cause I feel like there's stuff on my social media that like don't represent me who I am today sitting in front of you. And if you went and did a search on me, cause we were just dating, we just met on Tinder or whatever. Like you might not be getting the right picture of but what that is. It's timestamped. They would have seen more recent photos and gotten a better picture. I think information is power. And I think the more you know, the better. Because sometimes like people may not disclose or they don't think it's of importance to you. Maybe even it's early on, they don't think it's it's of importance to you. Then you go and see like, oh, so you was here with this person? Like, why didn't you mention that? You said you were hanging out with the boys or you were going to be out of town. Like, why did you just tell me you had another engagement? I think, do your your research. (laughs) (laughs) So we're split. We're split. Yes. We don't agree. We're going to agree to disagree. No, but honestly, to that point, like that can show you patterns of how someone behaves right you know like so so in that sense like i feel like okay yes like yeah you should do your research to some regard but generally like i am not i don't have time or nor nor do i care to be on someone's social media like Mm. that i really don't Mm. unless someone points me towards something and i'm like the username and the password That's a completely separate issue. Like, right. how did someone else have your username and your password, bro? Right. What do you and, do? And when I say do your research, I don't mean like, all right, let me go get my cup of coffee and sit down and like make sure I'm plugged up and scroll and, and tap and, and keep digging. But if you get the IG or the Facebook and you go through and you start to see the same person, the same people or activities or, you know, right. he's engaging in things that you guys never discussed or weren't aware of. Like we had a, a, li- a letter last week about the girl who said her boyfriend was doing drugs oh, and yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the issue at home. And then oh, now wow. you see he's doing it out in public. It and, wasn't like that. So I think <laughs> it was like a little ecstasy and marijuana, like casually. Since how you, we don't know how freaking she that. said it was social with his friends. Yo, these girls on this the, that episode, Pat and Salida and Zuri, they went in on this person like he was a drug addict. And in the letter, it was literally like, <laughs> He has a little ecstasy and marijuana with his friends. And I was like, I can't judge him. I just find a compromise. But anyway, my point is, it's good to know and good to see. So there have only been a few occasions where I've really done a check, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like most of the time, my exes I've met through, like Talisa said, a friend of a friend, or we were friends for some time. And so things just kind of built naturally. Um... Yeah, I'm the person who I think if I met you or we haven't met in person, I did the social media background check. Then I'm going to go back to the social media. I find probably after post breakup, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, so, you know, where are we stand? Where do we stand? I know we're broken up, but like, like how broken up are we? Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Um, and, and that much, but like, most of my exes, I feel, haven't really been social media type of people, people where they're not really using it where it would be effective for me to find out yeah. information, like court info. They'll be the hard ones to get, girl. Yeah. They'll be the hard yeah. ones. So, it's hard <laughs> to catch them. Hard to catch them. So once you get them, it's great. <laughs> it takes away from that, like, you know, all the, the romance and having natural feelings. And there's something to be said, though. If Like how you said, um you're like all for it i feel like well let's find out your behaviors are you a liar like i can i not find that 
out naturally still. Yeah, like I feel like it, it plays out naturally yeah, also. Yeah, it's going to happen anyway. You're gonna yeah, it's right. my take longer. More. And you okay. become, maybe become and more like, rested. Okay. So you all see it as a shortcut. Do you have the time? Do you have the evidence and the waste this time? Yeah, your time. So is, is this in the effort in the um, consciousness of time that we're trying to? I don't know. Like I just, face? I just kind of like want to just understand it because it's not a, it's not a natural thing for me. Like I wouldn't, I would, my natural inclination wouldn't be to background search someone in this way. And when yeah. I watched the episode with Zoe doing it, it seemed like that's actually the way culture moves. I think maybe for younger people, possibly, but. She's I'm also, she's Excuse in a relationship me, with someone for, for how long, for months, and they've never talked about the ex. Like, this is TV, so, like, it's not, it's not realistic. Yeah, yeah, There's, like, a, a, a layer that's just not realistic. Like, you would talk about an ex with the person that you're dating. That yeah. would come up. Right. But I think that it's in, it's actually, like, yeah, TV, drama, like, it's set up for drama, but I do think, like, it happens more often than you think. Like, I have a girl who literally works across from me, sits across from me, a co-worker, and she Googles everyone. She's going to interview somebody. My girlfriend has the entire background on this person before they walk in the door for an interview. interview. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, she don't, she's not just checking the LinkedIn. She's going deep. Anything she can find, she's finding. Like, she's the type of person, if you interview with her, you should just turn up all your social. Because, and, like, so I think... Yes, in that particular situation, there's things that like are not true. True, because like if you were dating someone for months, you would know this stuff already. But I do think it's like indicative of like how culture moves. Like people are just quick to be like and find out all your stuff. And I think that's the reason why people like I'm actually like a little bit social media adverse because of stuff like that. I remember when I originally got with Iman, I turned up all my social. Why did you want to see it? No. And we're not going to get into this on here. (laughs) But people want to know. (laughs) We're not going to get into this on here. Talisa's like zipping her lips because of course she knows the whole story. But I just felt like because of the way that we got together and stuff like that, I didn't want someone to have access to like my family and what I'm doing and how I'm moving and how we're moving together. And so I just shut everything. I haven't actually been on Facebook since. I thought it was going to be like a short time. Right. But like, I still have never gotten back. You're not missing anything. I know, I know. But I'm just saying like... You got to buy new research. Because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I got nobody to research. But... (laughs) If you did now, that'd be a different situation. Your cat would be active. (laughs) (laughs) True. But I'm saying like, because maybe because I'm so social media adverse just in my own life, when I saw her behaving that way on the episode and then also realizing like, actually, this is the way that like culture is actually moving I was like ooh why is it like that and like why do we feel like we should do that and why do we feel like that's okay and what compels us to do that and why can't we just leave well enough alone I think we're curious creatures I think Janika made a good point when asking like are we doing it to just kind of like cut to the chase and, yeah like, it's like a shortcut save, like the effort to save time it's efficient like I buy that I think it is it does save you time it's like I don't need to invest anything in this person because I found out X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I buy Next. <laughs> yeah. Thank Swipe you. Swipe left. Mm-hmm. Next. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, with that said, I want to know from each of you. You meet a guy on Tinder today. Are you background checking him? Yes. Zuri says yes. <laughs> Did he link his IG to it? Is his Facebook linked? Yes, I'm checking. <laughs> you meet a guy today on Bumble. Are you background checking him, Janika? No. I'm going to say no. Girl, I'll do it for you. This is why you're my girl, Janika. Yeah. Tell me his name. You know, like, he's a rap. I'm like, wait, what's his last name? I got you. <laughs> Talisa, 
you meet a guy on I'm out of fish. Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Are you background checking him before the first date? No. All right. All right. Okay. There's still hope for you guys. Maybe if I like, I feel like I have to meet them and decide, do I like this person a lot? Like, can I see something here? Are you gonna check like, prompt me to Are you checking for more photos? More. Anything? No, you're just gonna be like, I see the one picture on Bumble or what plenty of fish, whatever, and then that's it. Like especially if you meet okay. on that platform, I feel like you want to inquire more. Just does this person know anyone I know? That's the thing I check for. Like, that's like the first thing I check for. Mm-hmm. You want to see also followed by at the top of Ooh, the Does this person know mm-hmm. that I can ask? Yeah. What do you know about this person? <laughs> yeah. I think you're on the borderline for background yeah. checking. <laughs> you keep on trying to say no, but like, as you start talking, no, you're like, I, but I also no, want to know. I, I, no, honestly though, I really don't do it. Yeah, yeah, but you, you have a, a desire basis. To. But like, if I need to, I do it. it. I have no problem doing it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to let you know if I meet someone on one of these apps, I'm not background checking them, but I am calling Zuri. I knew it. <laughs> you want the services. You want the services. You want the information. You just don't want to do the dirty work. I have to say, though. All right. So all of my exes I have known prior, been friends with, etc., except for one. And Talisa knows this person, right? Like, I think our first conversation on the phone he was transparent with me about something that was like super serious, like mm-hmm. that would have been public information mm-hmm. um, had I done a background check. And I wasn't going to, I hadn't planned to. And he pretty much said like, this is my situation. I just wanted you to know. Yeah. And so you could decide how you want to move forward. And that was like, probably... he had like 10 kids and like nine baby mamas. No, none of those. No kids, no baby mamas. Um, he had. He's she not trying uh, to tell us. It's okay. He was a serial killer. <laughs> that was an episode. That was the subject of one of the episodes already. He was a serial killer. But I appreciate it. He had a record. Yes. 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 You yes. got it. Background check. I did it. I did it. I did it. So you, so so you, you want to do the background check? So you can have questions. I already said I would call you. But and I have to say, he told me, you know, what happened, what the situation was. I did background check after that because I yeah, wanted yeah. to see. How back? How much did you tell me? How yeah, yeah. were you being? But that set the tone, I think. Yeah, for moving forward. Yeah, I, and when you checked all the facts, yeah, that, it did. Okay. I feel like the moral of this story is it's because it's efficient, and we don't want to waste time where we shouldn't be wasting time. Because she was doing it because she wanted to see like how truthful you were truthful, right? But how truthful? But how truthful were you? And Talisa was saying that, like, yeah, it's quick. Like, you do it because, like, why waste a month trying to figure this out? I can know it right now. So I feel like it's an efficiency thing. But I do feel like I'm here to say you're ruining the magic a little bit. Yeah. And we will agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) But you are. Anyway, so if the connection is as strong as it should be, I feel like nothing will ruin it. Uh, Boom. All right, Talisa. Uh, that's it. Talk on it. Talisa drops my <laughs> and walks out the room. <laughs> I get your point, though. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like some of it's like the mystery of it all. I think there's still mystery. Okay. Because you can't get everything yeah. on social media or through the CIA background check, as we're calling it. <laughs> but, but it helps start, even like conversation starters. Maybe so you went skydiving. Hey, do a driver. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And there's still other things to be discovered about the person. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't ruin it for you. No. All right. Isn't there a facade, though? Like, 
Yes. On social media. That's what I was so saying earlier. If I'm using that to be my guide, then how Chinika, do I know? Right. This is you why know, you and like, me, we are symbiotic in this conversation. posting with that person or posting of your situation. I don't think the background track gives you everything, but it kind of gives you a baseline, right? So you see him, just like you said, you want to go back and just make sure you remembered him correctly. If you go back on and you see that he looks amazing on on Facebook, but then you see him again in person the next day and he looked like a bum buster, you're going to be like, <laughs> well, I just saw you on Facebook and you look so fly. What happened? So you... Just <laughs> <laughs> a bum buster. <laughs> now, you know, so if you're a bum buster, you really busted. <laughs> You just really busted. I'm so going to make a t-shirt with bum busted. I don't even really know. I think it, it just kind of provides a little comfort, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because she's right. Like, if people post what they want to, they don't post everything. That's kind of what I was alluding to earlier when I was just like, social media might give you a, a version of me that's not like the true me. And don't you want to like know who I truly am versus this image that you have in my head based on what your search was. Or like when I was saying like, my social media now probably doesn't reflect who I am today. Like, it's like, but I get what you're saying. You just have to, and I'm definitely making Bum Busta a t-shirt. That's fine. That I will be wearing. Just give me a Love bum. that. I want one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So do we want to answer some listener letters real quick? Sure. I'm for it. All right. So I'm going to read you guys a couple letters. We'll do like two. Tanisha asks, names have been changed to protect the innocent and the guilty. <laughs> I've been dating this guy for about a year and a half, and I can honestly say I love him. He just got a job offer 1,300 miles away. In his dream job, the pay is great, and it is quite prestigious. Oh, it is his dream job. Sorry, guys. He does not want to leave me um, as he likes the way the area that we live in, and he loves me, but this offer is almost too good to be true. I don't know why I can't read today. I have a job I love here at the top of my profession and I wake up every morning thrilled to go to work. I'd probably continue to do this job even if I won the lottery tomorrow. She really likes work. Should I look for jobs in his new city where I don't particularly want to live and where it's likely no job will be quite as good as the one I currently have? Or should I stay here and try to make long distance work? There is no plan that would put us back in the same place that doesn't involve one of us eventually leaving the job that we like. I don't want to be alone 90% of the time, and I want to start a family relatively soon. Should I ask him to consider not taking this job? Or should I just accept that maybe we just can't be together? Is love just not enough? What say you ladies? Oh, Tanisha. First of all, call Tanisha. People that say they would keep working if they won the lotto. I don't believe you. <laughs> I, I think I'm one of those people. But me let me too. let me with, hold on asterisk. I probably won't work like full t- first of all, let me be very clear. The job that I have now, I would walk in and be like, so let me tell y'all what happened. <laughs> I'm out this bitch. That's what I would say. But I would find like another job. I would still want to work, okay. but maybe not the job that I have now. Something that's more I think she's just trying yeah. to say, like, she loves this job. She doesn't think there's another job out there for her. And what should she do? Because she also loves this man. What does she do? You definitely don't ask him not to take the job. I agree with that. I agree with that, too. Because what will happen? Resentment, honey. Resentment. And resentment is the worst killer, in my yeah. experience. But then also, like, what they, do love, you do? they love each other. Somebody's job got somebody's job got to be better than the other. Who makes more money? Yeah. Like, 
there has to be no, something done. This is a real conversation. This is a, this is a serious conundrum. People get promotions. You know, location changes are a real thing. So I think you have a conversation about it. Who who's going to make more money? Like you said, and what are the changes that like how much are we going to be affected? She says she wants to have kids. You're not going to have a family in two different states, right? Michael's yeah, ship, right. Um, so she knows. I think that she needs to. Someone needs to make a move. I think she that she wants it to be her. Yeah, but if she loves her job and she moves to a place where she can't find another one, another one resentment is right there I, too. yeah there's there's there would still be resentment so that that is so what do you do if you're tanisha i would say try out the long distance relationship but there's she said there's not a situation like i think her mind she there's not a situation where what did she say there's no plan that would put us back in the same place so it's not like it's a temporary thing this i think i think talisa's right and this is why he, this is right now in his mind on paper, a dream job. He hasn't gone there yet. The job mm-hmm. always looks cushier before you start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try try out the bi-coastal or the long distance relationship. Yeah. See if he's really feeling it. Go out there and visit. Who knows? Maybe he's making more money, a few mils, you know, you he could put you up. Mm-hmm. You can look for another job in the meantime, see if you feel out the area. Or he's going to go out there and hate it and be like, baby, I want to come home. And you'd be the open arms and legs, baby, come home. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's not forget the legs yeah baby come on so i think yeah try it out and and yeah. with the understanding that listen we're gonna try this but i don't know how we're gonna resolve this but let's try and see mm-hmm. give it give it some time and then if it's if it does if he loves it and it's as great as he say it is and you realize you don't you're not willing to push and you don't want to be without him or you do want to be without him then cut, yeah. cut, cut the cord i also think like everything's not black and white and compromise is like the ultimate in making a relationship last. And I think that Zuri has like really good advice, but I also think like in this day and age, there's a hundred different ways that people structure their relationships. I know there's couples who are bi-coastal right now and they make it work. Like I know people with families, families. like I have clients who like, I had a client in my, and I work in advertising, which I don't think I've ever said before, but I had a client whose entire family lived in California and her headquarters was in Connecticut and she would be in Connecticut Monday through Thursday. And on Friday, she'd be on a plane back over to Cali. So there's different ways to like structure things. And I feel like it's too early to be like, the choices are, should I ask him not to consider the job or do I need to move or should I, or should we, are we not going to be together? Like, I think it's just a little too early for those to be the, like the type of questions that you're asking. But this is also like, I don't think she's married. I think she's just in a relationship. And no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think for me, like, yeah, happiness is key. And she says she doesn't want to be with oh, her 90% of the time and be by herself. So I yeah. feel like if you're married and kids are involved or, you know, yeah, we got different. married and then this came after we were married and, you know, had a relationship, then that's something different. But yeah. to be in your life for some man that... You ain't give you no ring yet, girl. Yeah, that's that's mm, that's, that's also right. another level. Always, yeah, I stand. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> never uproot. Right. It sounds like Talisa's talking from experience. <laughs> no, no. I, oh God, no. I'm nowhere near marriage. Never have been. But I just feel like you have to make decisions for yourself and your happiness because at the end of the day, like you're alone with yourself. Yeah, right. You are. Yep. Like yes, you might have a partner, but like you have to be happy with the decision that you have made with your life. So I feel like 
Try it out. See yeah, I think try it out also. Yeah, you know? I think we're all agreeing on try it out. It's just too early to be like, should we leave each other? Yeah. This is not going to uh, work. Like the ultimatums thing is like a little too early. Try it out and see what happens. throw away a whole relationship just because right. something's going to change. Yeah. And there's all different ways to structure things. And you either will find the thing that works for y'all or then it'll be supremely obvious that you need to cut and run. Right. Right. Well, write us back, Tanisha. Let us know what happened. Yeah, Tanisha, I want to know. Um, okay, <laughs> second one. Michelle says, <clears throat> I'm going to look at Talisa while I read this one. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> I recently had to tell the bride I could not attend her destination bachelorette party in Mexico and her wedding in Jamaica. Even her shower shower is not local for me. She's in Florida. I'm in New York. She picked the place for her party and expects her bridesmaids to cover her portion of the trip. The plane tickets to these events alone are spreading all of us very thin, but I'm the only one who had the courage to tell the bride that, though I would chip in for her flight, I personally couldn't afford to fly halfway around the world for her bachelorette shindig. She did not hide her disdain. She asked if I wanted to be relieved of my bridesmaid's duties. Wow. Shocked, I replied. I'd never miss her wedding. We haven't spoken since. I don't want to ruin her big day. Should I step down or go through with it? How can I make sure that she doesn't feel like I'm disappointing her? Oh, my Michelle. So the reason why I looked at Talisa is because she was my maid of honor. I said that earlier. And she dealt with some drama. This sounds like the worst nightmare I could ever possibly have. As a bridesmaid or as a bride? Both. But I just feel like the bride is being unreasonable. I'd agree. Bachelorette and wedding destination. Yeah, she's being mad unreasonable. But I can... But I'm going to be devil's advocate, but continue. If you go through all that, then pay, pay for your bridesmaids then. Because that's a lot to ask if these people, yeah, yeah. like, you don't know their, well, you 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 should know their financial situation yeah. to ask them I all didn't that. know my bridesmaids' financial situation. But she's asking for them to, destination, bachelorette. Well, she's having a wedding in Jamaica and she's asking for, she lives in New York. So she's having the bridal shower in New York. So she probably, in her mind, she's like, that's local. This girl lives in Florida, so it's not for her. But, but like she's also asking, but them she's to having pay, the pay for her portion of the trip. Yeah, she's that's wilding. extra. Yeah, she's wild. Plus, you got to show up to my wedding in a different yeah, state and, or, and go to a different country for my wedding. That's she's on top of all the other expenses. But there's a reason uh, why right. she's doing yeah, this. Unless she's buying the dresses, shoes, and she's everything. She's the else. bridesmaid, not the maid of honor. She's a bridesmaid. There's a reason why she's doing this, though. She who? The bride. What's the reason? Mm -hmm. Because brides have this expectation that, like, when I choose you to be in my wedding, that means that, like, this goes with it. So that's why I said I, I said at the start I was going to be devil's advocate, okay. right? So from her perspective, she's like, y'all know what it means to be a bridesmaid. You shouldn't have agreed at the outset if you were going to not be able to do it. And yeah, like, do you want to just step down in total because you're layer, like, I feel like you're not fulfilling the duty that I asked, like that being a bridesmaid does. I guys, people get weird when it's their wedding. People get weird when it's their wedding. They, they do. Where they get like they, they get bride brain. Yeah, and it like makes you like so self-absorbed, like your headspace, like you can't even like think. Some people, not me, not because me. I didn't do yeah, any of this. She can still right. contribute in ways to help with the bachelorette. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be my advice without attending. So I feel like to ask her to step down is like she I feel like she's just having old. an over emotional reaction to the fact that she feels like. Like, she probably feels guilty about, like, even that she's put you in this situation. She's like, so do you just want to step down totally? Like, I feel like it's a knee-jerk reaction to the fact that, like, she feels like she might have, like, her... You know, like, I just feel like she's having a knee-jerk reaction. So, I would say, 
don't read into her disdain as much because being a bride is extremely stressful and you don't act like yourself sometimes. But it would probably help if you show your support in ways, other ways, like calling her to make sure she's not stressed, showing up to help her with dumb things, like so that she doesn't feel like well, you're just not they're different states but to help yeah. other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like if you really don't want the friendship to be like, I feel like you almost have to give her a lie a little bit and just be like, you're not yourself. And if you really don't want it to affect your friendship or like whatever, I think you just have to like overcompensate in being supportive in other ways. Yeah. Or if you really expect to be a bridesmaid anyway and you don't really want to do it, then just cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save your coins. And be like, I'm out. I'll be like, you know what? It'd probably be best. I don't want to cause you more stress. I'll just come as a guest. But she said she would miss the wedding. She, she, she would not miss the wedding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and but it's almost like, oh, she's not saying don't come to the wedding. She's just saying. No, she's like, do you don't need a bridesmaid, bridesmaid, bridesmed. Bridesmed. Oh, bridesmaid oh, okay, at all? Okay, okay, yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta. That's why I'm saying, like, by saying don't be a bridesmaid at all, I just feel like she's having a knee-jerk reaction to like oh, she's hurt. Sure. She's like, oh my god, you can't afford my wedding. Oh my god, why did I even do this? Like. Am I doing too much? And she's like just in her own head because I just feel like Brian Brain is like really crazy. And I think that she's going to regret how she acted after the fact. So just try to like give her a blight for now and be like, this is not you. And then just support her in other ways. Would be my to explain to the viewers what a blight is. Oh, I was thinking that, but I was like, is that a cultural thing? Yes. Is it is. a cultural thing? It's a Jamaican thing. Yeah. Oh, it's super Jamaican? Yeah. That happens to me sometimes. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, why is this? It sounds sophisticated enough. It's like <laughs> English and not like a Does dialect. that happen to you sometimes where you say things and people are like, why do you say things that way? Yeah. Like, actually, my, it could be West Indian because I feel like other islanders say it. Yeah. But so, it's not like proper English. It's I have a no, thing where I always that. say, you know, like, how come you... X, Y, Z. How come this? How come that? And someone literally said to me one day, why do you say how come and not why? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) But in my mind, I was like, because of my mother, because she's a full Jamaican. And that's how she says it. And that's how I grew up saying it. Or like avocado and pear. Yeah. Okay. Like I never knew for a really long time that avocado and pear were the same thing. Right. Like I thought they were separate, whole separate fruits. Because my mom always called well, avocado it is pear. A pear. Yeah, yeah, no, well, there's pear, pear, but like, oh, that, sorry. Yeah, for the listeners who don't know that Jamaicans call avocado and pear are synonymous. They're the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. And there is a fruit. Yeah, pear. so like when people were saying pear, I like remember having an epiphany and being like, no, they're talking about the sweet fruit pear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because when I used to hear pear, I used to be like the green one or like the sweet one. <laughs> And realize that nobody else in this conversation, because I also went to Sacred Heart, which was like a very like, nobody's Jamaican there, except the people who came with me. So (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. So I just didn't like, I couldn't understand why they couldn't understand me. So when we say give a blind, I mean, like, just give her a pass. Just like chalk it up to like, this is a moment in time. Let her slide. Be like, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't accept this behavior. But in these circumstances, I'm just going to let this slide. That's what we mean by that. Is that a good definition, guys? Great definition. Yes. For the peoples? Yeah. Okay, great. So those were our two questions. Did anyone else have an answer to that question or did I just debo? No, I think that was it. Okay, cool. So the moral of the story today, Zuri, is? Some of y'all out here don't want to know, but knowledge is power. So do your research. <laughs> Magic or not. Like, right. Forget the it. moral of Zuri's story. <laughs> Because it's more efficient than waiting a month to find it. Because y'all gonna call me anyway and ask me to look it up. <laughs> so, 
Thank you, Talisa and Janika, for coming on the show and sitting with us and chatting. Was it fun? You guys have a good time. Look up Talisa, talisapatterson.com. Book my cousin, book her. She's great. Yes. At yours truly, Janika. At yours truly, Janika. Janika needs followers too. (laughs) And that's a wrap on episode three. Thank you for listening. If you like us, you know what to do. Sharing is caring. Um, You can find us on all the places where podcasts live. So Apple. Apple, Spotify, Google, socials, all the different dark corners of the internet. Send us your letters at plentyopinions at gmail.com if you or a friend wants or needs more of our inexpert, unskilled, and but, very unprofessional advice. But very good. Advice, advice. from the streets. <laughs> Let's all meet here again next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.